Welcome back to Devil's Advocate. I'm Miliana, and this is the podcast where we present our facts, build our point of view, and listen to those who oppose it. If you missed our last episode regarding climate change, go ahead and give it a listen after this intense episode on how to prevent mass shootings in the U.S. Now to start, there's been a debate as old as time on gun control in our country and around the world. Just in 2019, there have been over 300 mass shootings. A mass shooting is commonly defined as a shooting that results in three or more victims. When researching for my podcast, I was thoroughly shocked to hear this fact. Yes, we wake up to news of a mass shooting almost daily, but we never really stop to think that this is our new reality. People have begun to see that the main issue in preventing these mass shootings is in the gun control methods of the U.S. Many argue against increasing gun control laws simply because they believe it violates our Second Amendment rights. And right now, for our segment on Devil's Advocate, I do have a Second Amendment supporter. Let's hear her point of view. Welcome to our podcast. If you just want to introduce yourself to the listeners here. I'd rather remain anonymous. That's perfectly fine. So to start off, we just want to hear your general views on gun control, specifically in the United States. Well, as we all know, the Second Amendment says the right to bear arms. So who are you? And who is the government and who is everyone else to be able to take away my right to bear arms, my right to protect myself? Understandable. Yes, it is a right. But stricter gun control does not mean taking away every gun. Yeah, but I need to be able to protect myself. Yeah. And it's my right. I heard you the first time. But what I'm trying to say is that that is a right that will not be taken away from you. It simply will be amended to fit today's world. The Second Amendment was made in 1787. Let's face the facts. Guns are entirely different now than they were 200 years ago. People are using muskets and rifles that only fired maybe three rounds a minute. But according to the NRA website, people commonly use AR-15s that fire up to 900 rounds per minute. And they are commonly used in school shootings and other mass shootings in the U.S. So going off of the first question we asked you, do you believe that stricter gun control, not taking away the right to bear arms, but simply amending it to fit today's world. Do you believe that will help prevent the mass shootings that we're facing in the U.S.? No. Why is that? Because people kill people. Guns don't kill people. Well, no. Okay. That's a commonly misconstrued argument. Um, Yes, we do often see people who have mental illnesses of some sort being the mass shooters in these situations. But the fact of the matter is without these guns and weapons... The shooting simply will not be that deadly. I'm not saying that no one will die, but I am saying that there will be decreased deaths, and that can be shown if we do amend the Second Amendment. Anything else you want to add? Has your may I ask if your point of view changed at all during this segment? No. Okay. Will you be back to join us? No. Thank you to our guest for expressing her point of view, and I'll continue with mine. Throughout the latest decade, we've seen people begin to take a stand against gun violence. One of the prime examples is the most recent actions of students from Parkland, Florida. The Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting resulted in 17 deaths and 17 injuries, making it one of the most deadly school shootings in U.S. history. Soon after the shooting, students from the school began a movement called March for Our Lives. Not only did they organize a nationwide school walkout against gun violence, they also organized a march to Washington, D.C. in a rally as well. This alone should have been a wake-up call to the government to increase gun control laws. 
perhaps even following in Australia and New Zealand's footsteps. After a mass shooting in Australia in 1996, the government enacted the National Firearms Agreement, establishing a buyback system, a uniform licensing policy, and a uniform standard for storing weapons in the country. Meanwhile, New Zealand announced a ban on all military-style weapons following the 2019 Christchurch massacre that resulted in the lives of 51 innocent people being taken. After both of these countries enacted stricter gun control laws, they saw a decline in the number of mass shootings that have occurred. Australia, for example, had less than four mass shootings from 1996 to 2019, while they had 13 from 1979 to 1996. Similar results are seen in New Zealand as well. If the U.S. won't enact another assault weapons ban as they did in 1994, they should at least establish limitations on the amount and type of firearm a citizen may use. Yes, background checks are required in the United States by federal law, but a state may change different aspects of their laws. For instance, in Alaska, someone as young as 16 can purchase a rifle gun without their parents' consent. In order to avoid premature ownership of guns, the U.S. should enact federal-wide age limitations on purchasing firearms. Most importantly, the U.S. needs a federal law detailing the strict storage of firearms. States have their own laws regarding firearm storage. Oftentimes, news stories about children's firearm deaths are from improper storage of said firearms. Listeners, how many more innocent children, men, women, and people in general need to die before the U.S. government realizes only solution to these mass shootings and deaths is the need for stricter gun control overall? I'm Liliana Vosleach, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in to Devil's Advocate. Don't miss our next episode on abortion.